It's Courage. Courage Ashton. My name. Mern is my girlfriend. We, um, we live together. She's got strawberry blonde hair down to just past her shoulders. She's about 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. She's white. I know that surprised you, like earlier. Maybe it's unusual, you know, here. Flipping out. But what I'm saying is, in London, it's normal, every day. Like, all right, never mind. She's wearing a, a green hooded top like mine, green trousers, hiking boots, and I think she was carrying a little bag too. Yeah, yeah, she was actually. A little blue drawstring bag. Nike or Adidas, something like that. To be honest, I'm not sure what time we got up there. Maybe 1, maybe 2 p.m. It was after lunch though, definitely, because we stopped off at a pub somewhere to get a bite to eat. We haven't been having the best of time of it for the last few days, to be honest. I don't think being in this tiny little village in the middle of nowhere helped, even though it was meant to. We were on this moor type of place, uh, Long Mind, I think it's called. We were on the moor, and uh, we, we got a bit lost, and we ended up getting separated. We were geocaching. It's like some kind of treasure hunt. You, you get a GPS unit, one of those things that works by satellite, and you follow that until you find a little box. Then you exchange the stuff you find in the box for stuff that you might have with you. Crisps, chocolate, plastic toys, bottles of water, whatever, whatever takes your fancy. It's a game. Something you do for enjoyment. I, I thought it was crap myself, but Myrna wanted to do it, and there's nothing else to do in this godforsaken place, so... She is now out there in the dark and the cold by herself. The fog got thick, the light started to go. We started to argue. Both of us lost our call and before I knew it, we were separated. I'm not proud of myself. It's not an easy thing for me to admit. It was just, it was just a domestic. Normal, right? We've been tramping around all day. We must have been a little slow because by the time we did the last one, it was already 4.15. So we set off to do this walk. And I said to Myrna, shouldn't we turn back? And she said, well, it won't take long. And I didn't want to argue. I mean, you know what women are like when they get beating their bonnet about something. So we walk and we walk and we walk past frozen ponds, sheep, and some sort of aircraft hangar in this... GPS thing is counting down, but like, real slow. That's when it started to get darker. I wanted to go back, but Myrna kept saying she wanted to finish, so... So we tried. We tried. And we kept going until we got to within six metres of this cache, but we couldn't find it for the life of us. We tried under fallen logs, rocks, leaves, tree roots, but... We just couldn't find it anywhere. So we decided to go back before it got really dark. We must have taken a wrong turn somewhere. And then we, uh, we had an argument. Quite a severe one. We were both angry. 
A lot of things had been said and we were already a bit annoyed with each other, so I suppose the dam burst. But we blamed each other. <laughs> and that bloody geocaching thing is great for getting you somewhere, but rubbish at getting you back. So we were stuck. Tempers got frayed and we had a go at each other. I gave her the GPS so she wouldn't get lost and I went back to find the car. I'll hold my hands up and admit it. It was me. Honestly, it was. I, I told her it was better if I went back to the car by myself. There were things going on, you see? Other things. And it wasn't just the fact that we were lost I was annoyed about. I know how that looks, but I'm being honest, right? Aren't I? The argument got worse and worse, and I thought it would be best if we just split up, rather than... get more annoyed. It was about a potential third party in our relationship. Now, I should be out there with those search teams, not sitting here. I'm the only person who was out there with her, the only one who has the faintest idea where she might be, and I've been in here for over two hours answering... answering stupid questions. I'm sorry, it's just... I know what you said, it's voluntary, but it doesn't feel... It's just weird, isn't it? I'm sat here talking with you and... I love her with all my heart. And she's out there in that... It's on her own. It was meant to be a time for reconciliation. This breakaway from London. She told me she wanted us to make a go of it. Spend some time alone with no distractions so we could patch things up. I... I didn't have the slightest doubt in my mind. I felt that way since the moment I first laid eyes on her. I saw her and thought that she was the one. Then... Then this... other person... came in the frame and it... It threw me for a moment. I'll admit it, it threw me. But that feeling in my heart never died. I was just waiting. Waiting to see if it could be rekindled in her heart. And it's strange. It's strange because even though she kept telling me it was, I only had to look into her eyes and I could see. There was no fire burning anymore. Not even any smoke. We were out on the moor, lost, doing this geocaching thing, supposedly trying to save our relationship, and in the middle of all of that, this... Third party calls, or, or texts, whatever. But she makes contact. And then I ask Myrna, what do you want to do? And she just looks at me and says, I don't know. But when I looked into her eyes, I saw, I saw that she did. And I still loved her. My fires were still burning, do you know what I mean? Yet, she couldn't even face me, let alone speak. So I left her. 
I left her out there on the moor by herself and there's nothing I can do about that now. If I had the choice of taking back one thing I've done in my life, just one wrong move I've made, that would be the one. But I can't. She's gone. And there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. A Question of Courage was written by Courtier Newland and performed by Richie Campbell.